What's up, everybody? Um, this is a long episode, so I'll make this. Uh, I'll make this short. Uh, Madison from Frantic Lullabies on We Should Champ Sometime episode thirty. God damn, I did thirty of these motherfuckers. Um, I mean, technically, I did take like a huge break, and uh, yeah, probably could have did. I could have been like getting to sixty by now. Um, but anyway, this is cool, man, because I get to do like a bigger, like what's a big interview to me, which was Ready the Prince, for example. And then I get to do like a smaller band, um, like Frantic Lullabies, who we actually played a show with in Hamilton. And even though their, their music is a little bit different than what Lost Arts is doing, it was still so much fun. That was such a great venue, man. And it's like, we, we got a headline music hall, which was so cool, but going and like playing like a smaller venue that we haven't got to play before was so cool, man. You know, because playing for, playing for not a lot of people is very interesting. And sometimes that can feel cool because we played at this place called The Doors in Hamilton. And uh, that's a place where uh, it's like there's no stage. It's basically just like this living room upstairs to this bar they play and it was super intimate and it was super cool and it was uh, one of our favorite one of our favorite shows and the frantic love by guys were awesome and so madison came by a couple weeks ago and man we talked for fucking ever and what was funny is like we talked like before the show like i talked to him to set it up and everything uh but we like hardly really spoke at the gig uh but i mentioned afterwards uh, i do this thing and i would love to have them on and uh you know, and it's kind of tougher to prepare for these younger bands, or not younger bands, like newer bands that aren't that big because there's not a lot of info on them. Uh, so I was like, fuck, like, I hope you can talk because if, you, if, like, you know, and he said he was thinking the same thing when he came over. And dude, we fucking talked for a bit before. This episode's like an hour 20. And then I think we probably spoke for like another hour and a half or so afterwards. So that was good, man. That was really cool. Um, Anyway, we talked. We covered like a lot of stuff. There, there isn't like a whole lot of structure to this episode. We just kind of like chatted, you know. We make I hit all the, you know, make sure I play all the hits. But, but uh, we talk about a ton of shit. So anyway, without further ado, here is Madison from Frantic Lullabies. <laughs> Here with Madison from Frantic Lullabies. What's up, man? What's up, man? Thanks for making the trip in the dark. Oh, yeah, of course. No worries. <laughs> That's wicked. So uh, we played together last week, Lost Arts, Frantic yeah. Lullabies, our first door show. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was one of our most fun shows, I think. Yeah. That yeah. was honestly really sick. Yeah, it like, was Everybody wicked. played so well. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, it was, it was funny, too, because I had heard... Um, I don't know if you know of a like a London like hard rock band Legal Kill. They're broken up now. Oh. But I had Charles <laughs> here, and he was like, "Man, it was it was the best." Because I guess when they played there, they opened for the the Dirty Nail mm-hmm. before that. I heard and, of the Dirty Nail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess like Charles was saying before they played, they're freaking out because there's nobody there, and then they started and people came up, but like the Dirty Nail showed up for the show, and they're like, he was like, it was a great show. So I'm like, oh, okay, wicked, man. I'm stoked for our show. And then, not that I thought the Dirty Nail was going to come, but I was mm-hmm. still like, oh, it should be fun. 
And then Nick and Hayden played another band together, and they had played in that band at the doors like three weeks before our show, and they're, they're, they're like, it was awful. Oh. So like, we're going to the show, like, no, nobody's going to be there, just so you know, they're like being bummers. I'm like, guys, it's going to be cool, man. Don't worry about it. And then we finished our show, and they're like, that was wicked. That was so much fun. I was like, I told you. I told you. We got good bands. It was going to be fun. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I didn't know what to expect or anything, but I think that's probably better, too, if you don't expect too much from the shows. Yeah. They usually work out. But... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That was my little story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to, I guess, bring up um, this little time uh, during Frantic's kind of start. Yeah. Where we played uh, Corktown in Hamilton. Okay. I'd say almost twice a month for like three months. Oh, wow. So all of us were getting, like, like we don't hate Corktown, but yeah, it was but just yeah. like, all right, we need like a different venue. Yeah. And then I, I think one of our last shows was at uh, Corktown, and we felt like, we bombed and we were like you know oh. what maybe it's not us maybe it, it's like the venue yeah something. yeah totally, <laughs> so, man. and so we like switched it up we started playing doris pub and we started yeah. playing um uh jimmy jazz out of guelph okay yeah and yeah you know it was really sick like yeah. meeting like a lot of our our heroes even like yeah. i don't know if you know um little boxer out of toronto I and i like knew them for years and years right. before i think like probably three years before meeting them i knew probably like them a little bit more well right. than they actually yeah. knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I met them and like after the show and everything and they were like, oh, you played great. And I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Man, I'm the same way. Like I just, uh, I listen to so much or try to listen to so much like Southern Ontario music. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had this band play our release show, Ready the Prince. Like one of my favorite bands right now, and they like yeah. came when we did this before the show, and they're super great guys. But I was just like, it felt weird because I was like, I want to be friends with them, and I like <laughs> had listened to them so much, and they came and did it, and they were great. And like after the show, um, the singer Steve was like, "Man, thank you so much for having us on this. This was great. Like you got us back in front of uh, Edie. Like thank you so much." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. Like thank you for doing it. Like I was like so thankful that they did it." And he's like, "What? No, man. Like Everyone's you brought so us here. Yeah, it was funny because I was like." No, like I thought you were doing me a favor for like playing the show. It was just really funny. I thought like when you like look up to people, but they're also just like, like, like just like the hierarchy of like who then they look up to and everything. It's pretty funny. That, that's like the most Canadian after show. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, just, for yeah. just two people being like, "Thank you, no, yeah, thank no, you." Yeah. It just turns into an argument. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, let me be thank you, thankful. No, I'm buying you a drink. <laughs> no, and you just like one up each other. Like, who buys the strongest drink? Yeah, ones? yeah, yeah. That's so funny. I I agree with you though. What you said about like maybe being the venue because uh, mm-hmm. there's a few uh, times we've experienced that in London where there's this bar downtown called Old East and it's it's in like a weird part of town, mm-hmm. but it's it's like a bar up front and then there's like the music part in the back. It's a cool stage. Sounds nice. Mm-hmm. The the standing is weird because all this the stage faces this way and the seating's over here. So if nobody's standing and watching you, it's like really weird. Oh, we yeah. played two shows there and they're both like not our best shows. So I'm just like, I don't want to go there anymore. But <laughs> on the opposite of that, we played Call the Office one time, and we just got like last minute we were put on the bill. And again, it like wasn't the best lineup, and we we're kind of like whatever. You know, it's cool to play Call the Office, and we played it, and people were like that was wicked you guys were awesome and it was like one of our best sets and i was like yeah okay cool i guess call the office (laughs) just play great here i guess it's it's funny like i don't know i think it can be in the venue sometimes yeah for sure and that's like your recommendation then 
yeah can't probably be anybody out. comes yeah, to London. <laughs> it's man london's so weird man and i've been experiencing that more like talking to out-of-town bands is like mm-hmm. you can't like rum runners is like where you want to be but like you got to work up to that exactly um call the office is i actually haven't booked a show there i i booked a show and then uh I'm in school and like I booked the show and then three days later when you started school, they're like, yeah, we're doing a, an overnight field trip to Toronto to like tour studios on the same day as the, I booked the show. So then I had to go back and be like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. And I like, try to move the show and then it like never got moved and it was like a big cluster. But uh, call the office isn't bad. You just got to like stay on them. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other venues you can get into. It's just then getting people like out to those shows is tough because like call the office also kind of has a built-in audience yeah. where like old east is in like a certain kind of town so getting people out there is like kind of rough and then there's there's fitz rays which it isn't even like the best music venue <laughs> but it pays really well it's like a guarantee yeah and it's it's kind of it can be fun though we played there a few times so we had like a bunch of different we played there after it's Kitty Corner to Bud Gardens, so uh, I always say that the Arkells opened for us because the Arkells played, and then we played after the Arkells, so we got like, oh all yeah, of their sh- yeah, all of the their story. fans, yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably told it on you before, so. Oh no, I was just yeah. busy being a nerd watching yeah. the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> just doing the homework. But yeah, it was yeah. it was funny. So like that was good, but like that place pays really well too. That's the other thing too with like some venues pay you regardless. Some mm-hmm. venues is door deal or whatever, but. Yeah, London's tough. You kind of got to start. I think people get turned away from it too because they do book like the oldies show and it's not great. Mm-hmm. And like you can send a million emails to Brandon Needy, but like he's got, he's booking like also booking music also. Like yeah. you have to like, it's a lot easier if you can talk to him. Like, he's a busy person. guy. He's a very busy guy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I've had people like ask me for shows and been like, I emailed Run Runners, but they didn't email me back. And I was like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, of course Duh. they did. Yeah. <laughs> and then I always think like, man, I wonder like who those guys are in other towns. And I'm like, this fucking guy didn't email me back from like wherever. And the people from there are like, yeah, obviously he didn't email you back. But mm-hmm. um, so you're saying you're playing in Guelph. Have you been in any other like cities or you guys touring around in other spots? Or uh, We kind of, um find ourselves on bills quite a bit like, right. like we like get called like, in ah, lot, that's awesome which is yeah. it's so exciting yeah. like just you know somebody um is buddies with just someone in another band and they just want you to play with them because yeah that's one good recommendation yeah. or like me excuse me that the single like people actually right. are like yeah i can get down to this yeah, and yeah. they want to hear more yeah and i'm just like yes it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man that was my thing i actually uh I reached out to Wooly Mantis first, and yeah. they had like a they had a show in Hamilton like a week either side of it or whatever. Such good guys. Yeah, and they sent me a list of bands, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Instead of them just being like, "Nah," they were like, <laughs> "Thank you for messaging us. We can't do it, but here's a list of bands." So obviously, I think you guys were like top of the list or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I listened to Insomnia, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like I gotta like figure. I want to hear more of this, and it's all yeah. you got out. So I was like, I need more. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah I reached out because I was like, it's not exactly the same as us, but I think it should work. It should be fine. Mm-hmm. and yeah it worked out everyone oh. actually always says that yeah like, like, that, like that exact phrase is it's not us but it could work yeah, yeah. that's so funny <laughs> it's good what do you guys like when you when people ask like what your like genre is or whatever oh, what do you say? that's that's like my favorite slash least yeah. favorite question yeah because i'm like always so like thankful that people are curious enough to ask yeah but i never know what to say yeah because it's like it's not like you can't just be like alt rock it's like yeah. something a little more than that but yeah <laughs> like you want to say something cool like, yeah and i'm punk like, yeah you're just lying to people yeah. now <laughs> yeah. and um so i kind of 
give like this long-winded answer which i, I kind of right. don't like to give right but i'll i'll say like as a quick thing maybe like it's an indie alternative right but then you have people like uh well all of us really like in the band are into something different right so when um you know i'll actually tell a, a like a story then seeing as i'm on a podcast yeah yeah go for it um when i first started out this band it was willie mantis who reached out to me because okay. frantic was sort of a thing I had for a long time, like a few years, just right. kind of on the back burner because I felt I wanted to improve as an artist or like a musician first, one or the other, maybe both. Right. And so I would still talk about Frantic being like a thing. Right. But I guess I was not very clear to Wooly at the time that I was a one piece oh, okay. guy, just <laughs> yeah. guy and like an acoustic and the way he kind of made it sound was, yeah, like you're going to have like the band and like you got these guys in, it's going to be sick. And like, that was just kind of guys I, I jam with before, like, yeah. in, like in the school at Mohawk. And I yeah. was like, Oh my God. Yeah. I, I already said yes. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I got to like call yeah. some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I call up, um, my bassist guitar player drummer in order. That's, uh, Spencer, James, and Jacob. Right. And I'm just like, guys, you got to help me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we don't have a lot of time. We yeah. got like maybe two and a half months. Let's try to like just yeah. write some stuff. Wow. And um, so we did. Thankfully, we wrote, I think, like four songs. One of them was Insomnia oh, cool. at that point. So that's like one of our oldest tunes. Wow. And uh, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's we, awesome. We continued just yeah. doing, doing music. James was like the first person to reach out on the uh, group chat. And he was just like, so do we want to like keep doing this? Yeah, Cause yeah. like I'm vibing with this. Yeah, Cause like yeah. he is like a prog guy. Spencer's like a funk guy. Yeah. Uh, Jacob is a rock guy. I'm like an indie guy. Yeah. And so it was kind of natural that way that, um, Dermot, our keys player came yeah. along a bit later and he, I think in like a few months, it was just like, yeah, you like really fill out like, yeah. the sound man. Like you're staying. Yeah. Please. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's incredible, man. That's all, man. That's like key. Like thing. Number one to the music industry is just to say yes. Mm -hmm. and figure it out later there's a a guy that like we're from the fan shop program music industry arts mm -hmm. and they're like one of the like um like founding guys of the program comes in and like does he like one, he wrote one of the textbooks that we use and then uh <laughs> <laughs> and then he uh he comes and does like a guest lecture for the first years and that's like his big like message is like just say yes and then you just figure it out later which is so true there's been so many times where i've like even been like i don't think we can do that and then like there'll be a change of events where we could have and i'm like ah, just, just just do it Caleb. stop saying no talking just work to, out. yeah sometimes it's weird like that it, yeah things just work out mm -hmm. and just you might as well say yeah yeah. yeah that's so funny man and then just from here you've been doing it so have you guys when you recorded insomnia did you just record insomnia or is, is that like a part of something bigger uh it was pretty wild actually we got invited out to our well i guess the studio called birdcage studios it's uh, out in niagara okay our one friend who actually went to the program he, i think he was a third year at the time uh noah is his name okay and he had his friend damien they both like either they work through that studio or they rented it out and therefore like now right. like would charge us for our time right. and their time yeah and we went and checked it out and it was just this big beautiful studio nice and you know like they got a pool and it's in niagara so like you yeah. want something to do it's yeah. like well we're wrapped up recording so we just went and shot mini putt and, that's awesome and it was it was so wild uh first day we didn't record uh voice or guitar yet so it was pretty much just one scrap right uh guitar track yeah. and then we just laid everything 
besides the guitars and me uh, singing. Yeah. So then come that day, it was like, all right, we've done a lot of great stuff so far. Yeah. Don't screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So you just got that, you just did the one then? Like just the one song? Yeah. Yeah. Just the one. I think we wrapped it up in uh, two days. Right. And then we, I think like we had so many different, um, I guess takes for, for that each, probably like three each. Right. At least. And then we just picked from our, our favorites. Yeah, yeah. Like last hour or so. Right. But yeah, no, it was a That's wild ex- experience going to like Noah's house, which itself, like we didn't stay in like a guest room. We stayed in like a guest house. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like for the price, my God, man. Yeah, yeah. This That's is crazy. royal treatment. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. That's so funny. So you guys have plans then to go back and like, they have like an EP in mind or oh, anything absolutely. like that. Yeah. If they still uh, like, like want to do stuff with us, which I, I yeah. have no reason to say no to them. They, For sure. I probably no reason to say no to us. Like, yeah. We'd love to have at least four, maybe five songs right to, on. Uh, to an EP or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be wicked. Mm-hmm. That's the move for sure. That gets the ball rolling even faster too. I noticed like I was trying to do like the singles thing. And yeah. then I, I realized that I think like, I think it's better to just like get your like body of work out or get yeah. a piece of body of work out. And then go from there. I don't like, I think we're just going to just like record some singles for now. Because we don't like have the means to go do like another full EP right now. Yeah. But especially when like everybody else in my band is in like multiple bands that are all trying to do the same thing. (laughs) They're like, money's tight, dude. (laughs) Like, all right, we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, because now I like, I also like doing like a full EP is going to take some time. So we can like consistently like be rolling out songs every yeah. few months i think that's the move i don't know but i just noticed that like if for us it like people started kind of taking notice a little bit after yeah. we like put the ep out i think it's a little easier and, and with that said that means uh like you're the songwriter then yeah well kind of okay <laughs> so for the for uh i yeah i do a lot of songwriting but now it's more of like a band effort like uh, the the first song that we put out, "Explain Me Away," was a song that I had written before I even came to London, and I like demoed it, and then I lost it on hard drive until oh. we like put the well, along with like a bunch of other songs, and then we started this band. Well, Nick or me, Hayden, and Drake got put into a band for school with another person, and then so like long story short, we like jammed my stuff without the girl one day, got Nick. And then I just had all these songs. So even like some of the first songs we started playing were just because like we didn't have songs. We like we don't play most of them now. They're just songs I had. But we've sort of evolved into like some of those like more complicated songs that we were playing is more of mm-hmm. like a band effort that's a little bit more over my head musically. <laughs> like Nick and Hayden are like that's their shit. But like lyric like I do all like the lyrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we like it's kind of a, a, a collaborative effort now. But yeah. Yeah. What about you guys, though? I was very interested in your songwriting process. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, to keep on this like train of insomnia, that's, mm-hmm. uh, like we've been talking about, seeing as it's the only thing I've put out, <laughs> <laughs> we've put out, is um, that like the lyrics sort of came like out of haste first okay. because it, yeah. like it was that we had like that two and a half month yeah. sort of deadline and we were like, it'll makes sense later yeah yeah. (laughs) but i was actually going through um like quite a bit of insomnia like like through my early 20s uh where i like wouldn't sleep for like days on end right and like i i tried everything just to try to sleep you know like meditation things like yeah 
like I was like introduced to ASMR through this. Right. And at first I was like, this is weird. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of, it's kind of it's kind of nice. Yeah. But like, and then like, you like you find favorites and you're like, I don't want, uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. So like it, um, like it never had much in terms of like melody. Right. Like to really, uh, I couldn't really space things out very well. So it, it kind of does sound like over the like recording, it's just like words. Yeah. yeah <laughs> most yeah. of the time. Yeah. But it kind of like, like projects itself in like a new way that like I didn't even expect it to sound like right you know because yeah like just trying to fit a melody over top of all these words it was like well I'm gonna just yeah you know move past that section yeah. we'll get to that later and then a year later it, it is what it is yeah yeah. yeah I do that sometimes too I'm like this is just for now and then they, <laughs> but then you do it just for now for too long and then mm-hmm. you're like i guess this is the this song is is. <laughs> nobody's like telling me that sounds bad yeah so. <laughs> yeah there may be an issue i i uh i started taking vocal lessons over the summer and uh i like no for the newer songs like i i can like i can try more stuff but I, i'll have like some ideas for the old songs mm-hmm. but i like can't do, like i just i'm like i guess these songs i just sing them this way now because like yeah. i can't get my voice to like do anything different because it just after a while i just sort of like default you just like everything knows what it's supposed to do or whatever right yeah i just find that kind of funny would you put yourself in like more of a like a baritone range like a bass yeah more yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh i i, I can hear <laughs> yeah i can uh man i wish i had some like tenor qualities mm. i working on my head voice it's it's rough it's right now. yeah or like the bridge like trying mm-hmm. to like yeah that's rough man i'm still working <laughs> on that <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm a tenor my, like myself yeah and, like that's the worst when um singing for like certain songs like even in, inside doors pub it's like right. a, like either in the winter it's just cold or yeah. it's just hot it's yeah. never like this natural that's what, like call the office is yeah. like yeah, we played in march <laughs> and there's just like there's like four space heaters around everywhere and it's still freezing. <laughs> like, all right, whatever. I think it was uh, Dan from Plant Dilemma. He, oh, yeah. He turned around. I think it was after our set or it was after his. And he turns around, looks at the fan and he's like, oh, this thing's like plugged. Like, does this work? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I think you guys had the grace of having like, the yeah. fan, but everyone else still, was just like, dying. I was so yeah. hot. Man. It doesn't help with like my hair and everything. I was oh, like, yeah. afterwards, I was so sweaty. So like in your face. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is extra hot right now. But yeah, it's funny, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, wait, what were we just talking about? Uh, oh, Julie, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. That's I guess oh, it's we were fine. About, we'll oh, tenor voice. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're on top. Like it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, but yeah, you find that's like tough or whatever with having like a oh yeah voice. oh that's that's where I was going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like singing those songs first, like Insomnia or uh, Fire oh, Pit. Right. Uh, coming soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like there's very much a lot of that rasp and um, right. Like not a lot of head voice. I feel like that's what we sort of keep Nice Dream uh, by Radiohead like around for. Yeah, yeah. Is that it um, shows like a lot of range, for, right? Like for the band in terms of like song, right? Uh, I don't know what the word is, forte, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. And like knowing that we have like all these options of things that we can do, right? But of course, like like we're all just thinking like, man, we gotta like, yeah, write more stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta fill that space with something of ours. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, if, if we feel that way too. Just gotta like keep. We wrote so much when we became a band, mm-hmm. and then and then when it's it came time to like actually like do stuff like 
all like the business side <laughs> of stuff yeah that starts to like fall off you know you're like we're not practicing as much but or when we did we were like making sure everything was still tight and then i was like okay we gotta like write more more shit <laughs> like, there's a time in the summer where it like just wasn't happening and we were like oh no like what's going on so it was like it was it was weird for a while that we were like everything we started was like cool we're used that's usable cool yeah. that's usable you're like oh man when's it gonna fall off this is like going way too well when's that but, block just gonna like yeah, slam yeah. down and just like yeah like, how do i get around yeah totally <laughs> it happened in the summertime but like thankfully we like already had like a product that we were like yeah. pushing to like get out but yeah that's okay that happens mm -hmm. what do you like do you have any like remedies for writer's block or anything remedies it's uh i try to like look up things because right. I, like i figured there's so many people who must go through that like you're just like yeah you know google google is your friend yeah, yeah. And so you think like you go on there and you're gonna find it yeah and i <laughs> I never personally have, no. and everyone's no. got like a nice remedy. It sounds like it works great for them, but like, yeah. I tried, and I'm just like, man, this, I just feel worse. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Because then, yeah, then like the more you try, even if you're like, cool, mm -hmm. I just, it's been like two days since I picked up a guitar. Let's, let's just, let's just do it. <laughs> and then nothing happens and you're like god damn it <laughs> whatever that voice is, is still there like just do it yeah just yeah do it <laughs> yeah. yeah you like you get think you got something and then it's like gone like mm. 30 seconds later yeah yeah that's why like i'm ever just in my car like like you yeah. might just see me like frantically pulling it out yeah yeah frantically. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and just like recording like something i just said and, yeah and like i listen to it back i'm like god like the lyrics are fine but like i sound like yeah so, yeah because <laughs> I'm, I'm like driving and focusing like yeah uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah hoping you don't get caught with your phone while you're just driving. like i'm ready to just throw it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so funny man i had a i had a friend back home and her dad was a cop and he uh, i'm from like a really small town so the cops mm -hmm. were like pretty pretty laid back and he was like <laughs> uh yeah just if you ever like get pulled over and you think it's for your phone just shut your phone off and throw it in your glove box and then there's no proof that you're on your phone it's mm -hmm. off it's in your glove box I'm like thanks thanks darren for giving us all these <laughs> copulating pieces of advice <laughs> give it up for darren <laughs> yeah thanks thank you darren what yeah. a great guy um yeah that's oh, funny yeah. That reminds me of uh, if Joe ends up watching this. Yeah. <laughs> Joe at uh, Doors Pub, he was like the man of the, of the whole night. Oh, yeah. Like aside from our, like every band, I wasn't sure if... Um... Oh, is that the guy that like caught your shirt or whatever <laughs> that was like? <laughs> well, that was Dan again from Plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were like, you bought a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so he like reluctantly hands yeah. it over. Yeah, saying, yeah that's fine. Right. I didn't want a shirt anyway. <laughs> I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> Th that guy was Joe though the guy that oh, made yeah. the shirt too oh yeah. Joe was so cool That's he was funny. like giving all the guys from uh, I guess we can call him PD because we're just like yeah. in, we're like in with playing yeah, yeah. <laughs> PD they're like Joe's like giving them all this like life advice about boats. What? <laughs> like that's all I I heard about it. And then like they seem like so like refreshed yeah. from that conversation. I was like, man, they must have learned something really yeah. cool. I should have asked something about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, should ask Dan about the boat talk. That's yeah. so funny. Man, we had a guy. We played the the bovine sex club on Sunday, and uh, we like play our set. I was outside, and I come back, and there's some dude. I was like just getting my water refilled, and there's some guy at the bar. He was just like hammered mm -hmm. and he's like do you guys have a record deal and i was like no oh no man and he's like you got you were awesome and i'm like oh thanks so much thanks for coming out and he's like you should get a record deal and i was like 
well, thanks, man. He's like, you should really go for one. And I was like, all right, thanks, man. He like kept saying that. He's like bringing you closer. Yeah, he, by he, the man, he kept like, yeah, he kept getting closer. And I was like, yeah, I need to get out of here. And he, he said it like five or six times. And I was like, how do you think that works, man? Like, it doesn't work like that. And he's like, tell your uh, guitar player to look more mean. He doesn't look mean enough. And I was like, okay, like, good talking to you, man. Thank you. I'm going to like walk out the store like, hey, yeah. man. Look meaner. Yeah, look meaner. I told I told him that. And he's like, what is it? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Like, go for a record deal. You should go for one. And I was like, dude, they don't just hand them out. Like, I don't understand how you think this works. <laughs> like, but I, I'm glad you liked it, though. I don't know. I didn't get his name. So thank you, that guy. Whoever, yeah. You know, that was funny. Joe no- number two, I guess. Yeah, Joe number two. Joe <laughs> Jr. Yeah, that was funny. Man, have you ever played there, the Bovine Sex Club? I know my bassist has. Okay. Well, I guess I can, can probably just say them by name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Spencer, he uh, plays in another band uh, called Stork and the Baby Makers. Mm. And nice. they're they're really sick. That's an and, awesome uh, name. They played there, and I, like, from just Snapchats. Uh, it's crazy. From place, him. Man. Yeah, it's a fascinating looking spot. Yeah. Just like, yeah. like, what, like, torn up, like, plastic babies yeah, just everywhere they have, like, dirty baby angels like from oh the ceiling God. and stuff dude it's crazy the <laughs> amount of stuff that was there it it's was so a good man. show though it was really dark yeah but it was <laughs> it's a cool spot again we were like i didn't like expect anything from it but it was a good show Oh, was, there's like like a lot you have to expect. I, I think walking into a place like Bobo, yeah, yeah, yeah. those are very like distinct yeah, three yeah. words. It pretty much like looks how it should probably look, actually. Mm-hmm. But we're just like, man, what the fuck is going on in here? <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. But it's a good spot though to play too. Yeah. I don't like. I don't know, man. I was like emailed so many places just to get like a few shows. And, yeah. Like, no, man. Like nobody responds at all. I was going like that, that, that <laughs> exact so same stressful, thing. Dude. Yeah, we were uh, really trying over the summer while I was uh, <clears throat> yeah like emailing so many places. Yeah. Uh, we thought that we had like this thing in in Smiling Buddha. And oh, okay. Like, like we had like a date set up, so I figured it was kind of like that same. All right, pressure's on. Here, yeah, yeah. Here we go. It's gonna yeah. be like that kind of thing. Yeah. And then through another band uh, called the High Loves. Okay. They were saying that like um, Smiling Buddha at the time, or like very recently, was going through like some sort of okay. weird thing with their managers. Yeah. Um, so we were just like, oh, that doesn't sound like something we want to yeah. get involved with. We got to pull out of that. Yeah. Oh. Um, my girlfriend Maxine, she saw me like go through like emailing people and then emailing me back at like at like six different places and yeah. I was just like wait oh yeah this guy from, from yeah, that place yeah. I was like wait who was that guy yeah yeah I was doing that I'd be like walking around like like the living room and Julia would be talking to me and then I'd be like yeah yeah and she's like are, we, are you not listening to me and I'm like sorry I'm like dealing with these, <laughs> these emails right now or like why did this guy not email me back or like I like at a place in Hamilton and I had absinthe emailed me back yeah i emailed them back and then they never answered me <laughs> and i was like cool <laughs> like, that sounds very great. absent <laughs> yeah man i like i think the doors was the last place i i messaged mm-hmm. and but everywhere else like i hadn't got emails back dan was telling me like this ain't hollywood was like yeah he emailed me back like like months later and i like forgot <laughs> that i had emailed him and he emailed me back and i was like oh so maybe i'll get an email soon for that I, yeah. or in the response to my email from july that he, it's I'm about like, time. yeah yeah like it's it's past october do you still want to show like no like, we got it We're good. what about april maybe but yeah man it was so it was so stressful yeah but yeah know, we I get a lot part of, the... of it yeah, like Doors Pub, Corktown. We we get a lot of those. Yeah, Casba uh, too is. Oh yeah, it's so dope. Yeah, Casbah. I'll have yeah. to check that out. I don't think I checked that one out. 
Yeah. Hamilton actually has like a lot of places to play. It yeah, they like, do. Yeah. It's it's weird. Like I'm I'm born and raised Guelph. <clears throat> okay. Like first like twenty years of my life. Right. And so moving out here, or not here, but out mm. in uh, Hamilton, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was so uh, just this weird thing where just like you can just go do anything at any time. Right. It's not like uh, bands and things are very like secluded to like Thursday through to Saturday. Right. And then Sunday is kind of like that weird, maybe somebody's playing. Maybe right. there's like an open mic you can go and like right. perform or just chill out and listen to some cool people. Yeah. So... Like knowing all these different bands, all these people who are just like, you know, maybe they're just jamming over some jazz standards or right. like they have like this big show planned and it's like two sick bands from, from Toronto and like that awesome band that's like also from like two years ahead of you. Right. Like that's how I found yeah. Gung, like Gung Ho Catalyst who okay. are, I believe, still not together, but they were like the guys who really like just gave me like that right. kick in the rear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just made me think like man this can work right like out here this could totally work yeah yeah guelph it's a it's a different animal but i really pride uh like i'm proud of the people who really make it work out there right man guelph is another place i like have had a hard time mm -hmm. getting responses from which i've heard is normal yeah <laughs> very normal <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah man i don't know i keep uh i'm hoping now though like now we got like a little bit of traction it might be slightly easier but I keep hearing that from, like, people that I know that are, like, doing it and have been, like, played everywhere. Mm. You just gotta be consistent. Yeah, just but, be consistent. Yeah. I uh, I saw that you're playing a show with Lost in Japan. Yeah, yeah. we're doing that. Uh, Doris Pub again. Right on. <laughs> that's November 14th. I have this written down somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, they're doing, like, a huge tour right now. Yeah. They're good guys. Oh, they're Addison's also been, like, so sweet. relative. He's been pretty helpful. He's mm. been pretty helpful. Um, they're good. They're a year ahead of me in MIA. Oh yeah! Oh, so they go to Fanshawe too? Yeah, oh, yeah, they were Fanshawe. Yeah, they were. Okay. Yeah, they were like second years when we were first years, mm. and uh, yeah, they just like did their release show a couple weeks ago. It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're good guys. That's cool that you're playing with them. Yeah, yeah, they're wicked. Who else yeah. is on that show? Do you know? No, they invited us. So oh, yeah. I think, um, so far as I know, it's just them and us. Okay. Which is reason enough, by the way. Yeah. To come and check us out. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. That'll be that'll be a good show. Do you have any inspiration like outside of um, like music, say like with just, hmm. I don't know, like a random like old man passes you and you're like, yeah, yeah man, that ballad I was thinking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I do do stuff like that, actually. Sometimes I try to, uh, I always, I was trying to think, like write this song for, I like, kind of did it, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I was always fascinated with like people that you just like see on the bus or like people that you just see like driving by you that are just yeah. kind of like extras in your life yeah you know what i mean but like Very they have their character. like own story yeah. like they have their own shit going on but like for you it's just like some dude that like drove by you in a fucking jetta or, you know <laughs> what i mean i always tried to like i tried it one time and then it like it went a different route yeah but like that's always been like a song <clears> i wanted to write so sometimes I just I just people watch a lot actually. Yeah, like it's I think really that's fun. the thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know, what about you? Um I feel like it comes a lot like also from people watching. Yeah. I used to do like a lot of that back in Guelph when I was busking. Right. Because Yeah. Hard yeah, book yeah, gigs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Open mics and busking. That's yeah. that's pretty much it. Totally. And uh, never any ex like expectations on money because I'm I'm more there to people watch. So right. it was a lot of nice dreams. So yeah, I know yeah. that song really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got to meet like a lot of the people out there who were just like, you know, genuinely homeless and like, right. uh, you know, I have nowhere to be. They're just here chilling out. Yeah. You know, 
like listening to some tunes I'm playing. I got to know them really well. That's awesome. This dude's name, I can't for the life of me <laughs> understand when he says it. So right. yeah, yeah, I just call him Mumbles. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because like every, like as soon as you get him like talking about himself, it's, yeah. it's very like paragraphical. Right. You, you just lose him completely. <laughs> right. That's so funny. And so he like would talk about himself and you think of him as like that background character, but then you hear about his life. And yeah. It's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've seen some stuff, man. Like, that's what, crazy. You're like 54. Like, yeah. Is, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's that's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what else? I, I was just thinking mm-hmm. about uh, last summer or last like year around this time. I uh, I worked. Like, this is the worst job I ever had. I worked at a, <laughs> a call center just down the road. It was okay. incoming calls only, and it's called the Bradford Exchange, and they sell like the tackiest shit of all time. <laughs> like old people calling and like and like buy it or whatever right wow. so it was a terrible job and i didn't ca- i didn't care about it at all so like they, they always like wanted you to upsell and shit and i just like didn't and they'd be like you're not you're really hurting the team and i'd be like yeah i don't know what to tell you yeah <laughs> so it'd just be like dumb like oh i didn't upsell they, they bought a plate with a cardinal on it would you want me to upsell them on you know so stuff like that but this one guy called in and his name was fernando estrada and he gave me like the best life talk of all time. Really? Didn't know who I was or anything. He just started like, sometimes people would do that. They just like keep talking to you after the phone call was over. And then you were supposed to try to get them off the phone and keep your call times mm-hmm. low, right? But I didn't give a shit. So like yeah. this guy's like <laughs> giving me job. this like life lesson. And I'm like, I think I have a notepad somewhere here with like all the shit that he was. I was just, like on like all of these like sticky pads. I was just like, <laughs> I wrote his name down and then I was like writing all this wow. stuff. He wrote. And I always wanted to write a song about Fernando Estrada and I haven't got to it yet. Like you got to name it that down. I thought, yeah, 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 obviously, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I kept, I kept, I would just like sing his name for like two weeks after that. And he would be like, what are you doing? And I was like, this guy has changed my life. He was just like giving me all this wisdom and shit. I think he was like in one of the wars or like whatever. I don't know. He'd seen some shit, dude. Yeah. And he was telling me about it. And it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I try to like read, but I don't read as much as I should. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> I did it, our one song, Waist Down. It's like loosely based off of 1984 because when I was reading the book, I was like, well, there's like all these lyrics in here from like Marilyn Manson and like Rage Against the Machine and like yeah. all these bands. So I was like, I'm just going to like try it and see what like what comes of it after I read it. But I've never done that again. Yeah. I was like, that's probably a good idea. Read a book, try to write a song <laughs> about it. But I don't ever read as much as I should. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It is. You got to make time. I don't read same, fast. Same book for like two years Man, now. Same, dude. I've been reading this book for like I think a year almost. Oh, I'm, I'm almost done it. I have like a hundred pages left. Mm-hmm. But and the problem is, is I'll read it. Like I'll spend like a weekend and I'll read like a bit of it. And I'm like, cool, I gotta finish this. I can finish it like by the end of the week. And then like and four no. weeks goes by and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. And yeah, I stopped. Like shouldn't have put it down. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Um, are there any like uh, we've been talking a lot about like kind of like local-ish bands so like yeah we've been name dropping a lot we've been name dropping a lot are there any bands that like you really like that you haven't played with yet that you want to play with I sincerely hope if Gung Gung Ho ever comes back Mm -hmm. that they give us a call man yeah and that you know we're still going strong they're yeah making that comeback I would you know like regardless of if I'm on the bill or not, I would totally go to that yeah, show. Yeah. Like they play, uh, I think like Toronto, Hamilton. They played Peterborough a couple of times. Right. And that's like 200 plus K out yeah, there. Yeah. And I would totally make yeah. it. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, who else do I want to play with? 
probably not a band that I haven't played with, but like one of the first bands I ever that we ever played with. Uh, yeah, Mauve Grove. Okay. I will play with them over and over. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times I play with those guys. Like yeah. they're all so chill and yeah. they're such music nerds, all of them. Oh, that's awesome. And they all have like, you know, just such interesting lives. And yeah. You just like can talk to them for like two hours and then it's like, oh, it's time to yeah. play music now. Yeah. That's just awesome. Vibe out. That's awesome. That's killer. Mm-hmm. I should check them out. I've seen their name a lot and I just haven't, yeah. I haven't checked them out yet. So sick. Yeah, that's cool. I'll do that. I try to do that. I try to collect as many like band names as I can too. Like, when people come in here oh we're probably like, like give me a list name dropping yeah. podcast yeah <laughs> we probably drop the most names yeah yeah so, there's so, so much good music man mm-hmm. and i like, it's like i hardly listen to like anything that's like mainstream's not the right word but just like anything that's like big i, yeah. I don't listen to a lot of that stuff it's like anymore. you're gonna hear it no matter yeah how yeah. hard that you try not to maybe if, if that's your thing yeah i just love the like like check this band out that we like played with or that i just found or whatever that like doesn't have that many followers or like doesn't have like a huge following it's like i love that and i love when i see those posts too because i'm like yeah that's great there's like so much like camaraderie in that shit yeah Yeah, it's pretty wicked um what about what about like big bands like dream dream opener like who would you open for oh anybody that you could open for that's, (laughs) that's tough um It wouldn't fit. That's okay. <laughs> but, but um Andy Schaff. Okay. Andy Schaff, he's like just this very quiet, uh like Saskatchewanian Okay. Uh folk singer All right. kind of guy who just like he really I think he came to me in my first year of college and he was just just amazing, man. Like yeah. just, just his like power of like acoustics and just like that hint of like Yeah, you know, fuzz or something that cool. he just puts on his music. It's just so good that's awesome <laughs> i i don't know him either i'll check that out what's his name again andy andy Schaff. andy Schaff. all right yeah. I'll, that. I'll go back and listen to that that sounds cool mm-hmm. that sounds really cool who else do you listen to that you want me to listen to that i want you yeah. to listen to yeah you um, want me to check out what do you what do you love right now oh, man that's a toughie <laughs> we're gonna have to edit out like a lot of space yeah. of just yeah. like me thinking uh I do this to everybody. Oh, yeah. And every time people are like, um, one minute. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody at all, huh? Um, I'm trying to think, like, who's on my, like, Mm -hmm. rotation right Mm -hmm. now. We, my drummer and I, Jacob, we just saw Gorillaz Live. Okay, cool. And what was the band? That must be awesome. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, I bet. We had to, like, cut out early because he's, like, pulling, like, 40-plus-hour weeks. And he was just kind of sitting there like, man, I have to be up in, like, seven hours. Dude, I hate that when you're on the show and you're like, no, I'm so tired. I have to get up tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) He, um, who was it? Uh, The Internet. Oh, okay. They're, I don't know. They're so good. Yeah, The Internet. They're so good. Um, Like, all of them just are doing just, like, the right thing. Yeah. All the time yeah. and you just get so jealous watching them yeah. just like fuck how do you just do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's killer anybody else anybody yeah. uh, anybody else at all <laughs> um you know what i 
you know what? Like this isn't a band, but I've been like thinking about yeah. like this movie okay. uh, for years nice now. Nice movie recommendation. Yeah, movie recommendation, and maybe like a show recommendation because okay. they're both like on Netflix. Okay. Hopefully, still because yeah. every time yeah, I, dude, I, I, I tell people about this stuff, <laughs> it's like just go on this like quick to use thing. Yeah, yeah, and you'll find it. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, it's called Waking Life. Okay, Waking Life. And I uh, I got shown it in high school. Yeah. In like our like arts and crafts thing. Yeah. And I just I think I was I was too young at the time, man. Like it yeah. was it wasn't as much of an eye opener because like you kind of like have this expectation as like a sixteen like seventeen totally. year old kid like where's yeah. the explosions? Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of like this uh, recorded and then animated over sort oh. of collection of essays from like thinkers of our time. Oh, okay. And it is so sick. All like, right. Waking the, life. Yeah. Did, did you Google it? Okay, wicked. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll be watching. Add it to my favorites or my list, whatever <laughs> it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check that out. I never got yeah. a movie recommendation before. I should just yeah. start asking people, like, <laughs> I don't watch any TV. Give me some shows to listen or to watch. That's funny. <laughs> oh, if you want a show, then you yeah, got like, to pick up uh, BoJack Horseman. Oh, yeah. I watch BoJack. Oh. I watch BoJack. Absolutely. Like, you of have course. to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm also bad with shows, though, man. Like, I have, like, a bunch of shows like that. That I like, I put them on, but then I'll be like on my computer, and then like four episodes go by, and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> go, go back now. I have no idea what happened. What's going on? Yeah, man, I've been doing that. Like, I think I've started the the last season of Archer like five times. Oh my and god! And I, I I'll watch like the first episode, and then like the second episode, and then I'll be like episode five, and I'm like, didn't pay attention to the last three. Great, I don't let's know go what back. Happened. Yeah, like I, I've watched the rest of the series like twelve times, and like actually watched it. But this last season, I keep like getting sidetracked, and I don't want to put it on like before bed because then I'm just gonna fall asleep. Oh yeah. So I'm like, I need to like, I don't make time for TV, man. But. That's so like self fulfilling crime and punishment. Yeah, <laughs> and it's all just you, just like fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I keep doing it to myself. I don't know. My head spins too much. I guess. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um. So what's what's next for for frantic lullabies? Then? For frantic, um, we're hoping to write more stuff. Yeah, for sure. Like that's something we've uh, more or less only had on the back burner because we're all pretty much either. Um, yeah, people who who go to Mohawk and, yeah. do, and do that full time, yeah, and do other things also on the side, which yeah. is hard to balance. Yes, <laughs> yes. Or we're you know pulling so many hours out of the week that just like we have to commit to just work. Yeah, and I do both, so it's yeah. like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but we definitely hope uh, new stuff to come and to have that EP hopefully recorded by the next year. Awesome, and. Yeah, that's pretty much us for right, right now. Cool. You just like playing shows as like as you guys get asked, or you like you book some every now and then. Or um, sometimes we more than not do we like actually just kind of get offered them. So right. we're, so we're pretty freelance like that. Right. But we also love to book like every now and again our our own show. Like, right. Uh, we have this other band, Dizzy Mystics. They okay. reached out to us. They're from Winnipeg. Cool. And they oh, said, like, hey, like, you guys are, like, locals. Do you think you could probably just handle this thing as, like, you know people? And right. Like and we're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, we undertook it. Uh, we immediately went for planned dilemma. Yeah. Shout out to Dan. And yeah. Everyone from there. <laughs> yeah. Dan's a good guy. We're and, all uh, friends with Nick from, like, or Dan is anyway. Yeah. So that's how, yeah, that's how we know them. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. That's on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'll go on the bloopers real. <laughs> Yeah, they just like cut that part. Oh yeah, you can see that little little spike. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, um, 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at right now. Right Just on. getting those all set up and yeah. make sure that those songs get out to the ears and the masses. Yeah, for sure. That's the tough part, man. Getting Play people into listen. With Lost Arts. Yeah, dude, definitely. We'll definitely do that. <laughs> I was saying, yeah, I was, that's the other thing, too. When I was like putting all these shows together, I was like finding bands that like I like. And yeah. then, like, that you, like, so I'm like, if we're going to go do these, we might as well try to, like, make friends while we're out there. And I like, yeah. do that thing, right? It's, it's it's tough. But we played with a band in Toronto the other day um, called Noble Scoundrel. Hmm. And they were pretty good. And then we had a laugh at all these bands we played with because we had Plant Dilemma, yeah. Frantic Lullabies, and then Noble Scoundrel. And they're like, <laughs> what's with all these band names that are, like, these, like, oxymoron type <laughs> names? I just thought it was funny that we, like, kept playing shows with with bands like that mm-hmm. um where'd the name come from is there a story oh yeah okay there's okay. a story behind that um, right on so when i started this whole frantic thing yeah it was i think like very very late 2014 okay so it was like december so right it, it barely counts as really being right <laughs> 2014 so like 2015 to now yeah um i just wanted people over to my house just to okay. jam because cool. I, I had this idea where um it's not about more um how talented is everybody how like adept is everyone at their instrument just right. like just bringing sort of like the community t- together because right like when you live in guelph and just like yeah it seems like your pickings are, are very scarce or anything. right i just thought let's just put it all in the same room and just see what happens right so we did that and there was this one girl who was there her name is sequoia layman Okay. And That's she's an awesome like, name. I, Great I name. know. Sequoia. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's got a sick name. She's, yeah. a, she's a, like an artist. She's a contortionist. Oh, geez. Obviously, and, though. That makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. I've, I've seen her fit into a suitcase. Yeah. It's so bizarre. <laughs> that is weird. I've never experienced a contortionist yeah. live in person. Yeah. Oh, That'd be weird, man. Just in your living room, somebody just gets into like a suitcase. I don't know. Just casually that. having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Just folds well, into she's a you, Yeah. And just watching, like, oh my God. Yeah. What is oh happening God. right now? you can do that yeah. Yeah. am i supposed to take you somewhere now that you're in there <laughs> that's funny yeah so rightfully yeah. so like with a person like that yeah who like brought a name like that i was like dude yeah you win yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so you guys you were just doing it as sort of like a jam thing then yeah yeah i uh kind of just invited all these people over and then like they sort of self-eliminated right like themselves because they realized like oh i don't know if i want to take it to, to a stage like i didn't right. really have any expectations it right. was just sort of like hey let's jam if you want to do more cool yeah. if not all right yeah so it was kind of um uh, i think it was like three of us left at that point yeah and we were gonna like try to do some stuff we got together like very very rarely so right. it was by the time like all of us are going up to college and all this yeah. stuff we were like you know what i'll just take it yeah and just keep it on, on the back burner and yeah, if it, yeah if it comes up again people want to like keep that name keep yeah sort of that idea going then yeah. yeah so oh, that's awesome i think this is like the third uh wave of it i've i've seen and honestly oh, wow. it's just so sick yeah so, it's awesome that's killer yeah so what about the so like yeah how did you like come up with like the name of it oh uh yeah. she had sequoia she yeah, had yeah. a um art page just on facebook and oh yeah it was just called sequoia's frantic lullabies oh okay and i just posed in like the group chat at the time like yeah. that is a sick yeah. fucking name for yeah a band yeah and she's like yo it's trademarked just kidding yeah <laughs> that is awesome yeah that's great is there much behind like the lost arts no man so we no? did a we did a radio uh western like live thing the other day mm-hmm. and then an interview like at western university 
and I like we this was like we had two interviews on Tuesday and we like don't never done interviews before. And the the story behind the name is so boring that when we got asked on Radio Western, I was like, We need to we need to come up with like a story that right is the now. name. Yeah, because like <laughs> it was I told like the actual story, but it's just it all it is is that my parents and when I, I lived for a year with my brother in Kitchener and so this was like after high school, I had like all these songs that I was demoing and I just like wanted I didn't want to use my name. And then <laughs> yeah. so I was like trying to think of a band name and uh my parents kept saying things were lost arts and but like things that did, didn't make any sense that they were saying it or yeah. they were like cursive writing is a lost art. So one day to my brother, I was like, I'm going to I'm going to name a band lost arts and then the first album is going to be cursive writing. And we were just like joking. <laughs> and then like as I was like getting these demos together and stuff, I was like, I actually like lost arts as a name. And then when we started this like two years later. Um, Nick was like some bands had started in MIA but a lot of them were like uh, ne- like so like my friend Anella that was at the show last week her yeah. band's Anella and the Early Hours so he was like do you want like oh, Caleb and it is a great name that yeah, is a good yeah. name they're awesome you should check them out Hayden's also in that band they're like a cool like indie rock band so and I was like no but like I was like calling myself Lost Arts if you guys want to use that and they're like yeah like alright and then it's funny our, our prof Mike Roth who is former a and R for Sony Records. He st- he signed Our okay. Lady Peace to Sony, and wow. so yeah. So like we get to fucking work with him <laughs> and like play for him, and it's very intimidating. But he liked us. But all year last year, he was like, "I hate the name. You gotta change it." And we were like, "No." And then people in the class were like, "No, I actually really like it." And like people kept coming up with like their own meanings and stuff. And Mike was like, "I still think you should change it." <laughs> but uh, so I've I've been thinking about like just. I don't know, a funny story that we can come up with that's better than me just telling that yeah. story because it's just kind of like boring. You just got to make it up. You got to make something funny up. Yeah. Because Addison from Lost in Japan like won't tell you if you ask him. Really? Yeah. He's like... So mysterious. Because he's it's kind of like the same thing where he's like, <laughs> the real reason's dumb. So like, yeah. I would rather you just like come up with your own thing than, than yeah. me tell you and you'd be like bummed out about it. So in case we ever start doing like more press and stuff. I need a good have to story. Come up with a yeah. sick name. Instead of people just be like, "Man, they're boring. Their name sucks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So I'm I've been recently thinking about that because I don't want to keep telling that story. Yeah. Yeah. So for future reference, I'll think of something. I don't know. <laughs> You'll like delete like this. Yeah, one, and then I'll just I'll like overdub it, and <laughs> there'll just be like a pause, and then I'll put in the story, and then we'll continue you just walk in on like a green screen of yourself like <laughs> i'm just like ignore that but like yeah. here's the reason here's the real story yeah i'll just, it's like, just i'll mute it and it'll just be like me talking for two minutes and there'll be nothing and then it'll go back into yeah that'll be funny cuts to me with like my hands on my head like holy shit yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. so crazy yeah, right there that's where we'll bring it back <laughs> that's awesome I don't, know. I don't have any more questions, but I mean, we can keep talking if you want to talk I'm about down. anything I'm, else. I'm a talker. I don't uh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> then that's good. Some people, actually, I've been pretty lucky as of late, but when I started doing this, like some people just like didn't talk and then, yeah. and then I didn't know what I was doing. So it was like really <laughs> rough. So I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know where we go from, yeah. there, from here. Yeah. Cause I just started doing it with my friends, like before I got to like bands, but I've been pretty lucky as yeah. of late that like everybody's been pretty chatty. I, yeah. tra- I don't know if you know who Charlie the Kid is. He was, I watched that one, yeah. Yeah, you watched that. That one, man, we talked. That podcast was long. And we <laughs> talked for like another hour and a bit after that. Like afterwards. Nice. Yeah, it was weird though. It was crazy. That's good though. I love that. Like same with Ready the Prince. When we stopped 
I'm putting that one out next week. I think it's like just over an hour, but like me and Steve talked for like another like hour afterwards. But uh which is good. Yeah. It's bad when it's weird. When they just leave <laughs> yeah, like after like yeah. you just hit cut. It's <laughs> yeah. like, well Yeah. We're gonna take a quick you. picture and we'll go get you out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh people uh it's good though, because it's not really supposed to be just like a straight up interview. You can yeah. talk about whatever, right? Yeah, watching like a lot of these like um definitely watching like the one with sages uh like basic white i actually played a show with oh, those guys no shit. and it was so i love sick. those guys man. yeah man, oh, man, me so and riley chill. just met when he came in like that's our really? first meeting that was yeah, your first it, meeting yeah man that was such a chill meeting i know man people actually like i think that one's like the best uh, people keep like anybody that watched that one is like that one's really good man yeah he's awesome dude they're probably one of my favorite live bands i think i've seen them a few times yeah. I just like I they played Legal Kills release show last year, and that was around the time I'd started getting like, well, Katarina like Sage's sister Katarina reached out to me, so like that's how that started, mm-hmm. and then with O Geronimo, I was like, oh fuck it, they're in London, I'm gonna ask, and that's how <laughs> yeah. like me just asking bands started. So that's why I saw Basic White and I was like, these guys are fucking awesome. And I like just, I like bought a CD and was like, hey man, you guys are great. And he's like, oh cool, thanks dude. And that was it, that was our meeting. And I just reached out to him and he came over. And then yeah, like I think I like immediately hit go. And that was like it was it was not weird. And then, yeah. and then he left, and I was like, that was good, right? And Julie's like, it like was he's good. coming back for like a beer, right? Yeah, yeah, man. We <laughs> actually that's like the joke we have too with with each other too is he we keep being like we gotta get beer sometime, and then we never get we, beer. We should, we should <laughs> jam sometime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, no, man, he basic white guys are awesome. They've yeah. been really good to me, and uh, yeah, they're great dudes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I felt so bad, uh, like when we saw them, or like when we uh, played with them. Mm-hmm that they they were the first band up okay and so like the crowd was like not lively like it's like yeah. 9, 9 p.m nobody showed up yet yeah. and it's just like they're and they're so high energy they're, yeah. and they're so high energy and they're yeah. killing it. yeah <laughs> and we're just sitting there like oh fuck yes. yeah <laughs> and like nobody's doing anything up in the like front row so we like just move closer because like yeah like not a lot of us are like dancers we're, yeah yeah we're weird i'm like the same way though yeah too. yeah i don't do that either and then i'm like where is everybody how come yeah nobody's up here? exactly <laughs> oh man like spencer goes hard like, yeah. like he'll he'll go the entire thing just out front and all of us are just chilling in the back yeah. like, just getting ready his warm-up is just like yeah yeah just yeah gonna get loosey-goosey right that's so funny <laughs> but man they, i've seen them play to like a full rum runners room and i've seen them play to like there's 20 people in rum runners and it's like they kill it every time yeah they did a house like a secret house show that uh julie and i went to because they released a single so they were doing like uh they did like a secret show for their single okay. and it was wicked man i was so nervous to go because like i nobody knew was going and i yeah. like just met riley from them my god like, oh, fuck it we'll go and it was unreal it was like one of the mm-hmm. best nights i've ever had and it was yeah they fucking know how to throw a party they know how to put on a show <laughs> they're good guys they're really good guys i want to uh, we've never played a show with them and i want to get something going we're just in like different spots right now but yeah they're good dudes yeah yeah did you check any other ones out of uh, their stuff no of like of my of other episodes oh yeah um i checked out the one with uh you guys in personal space oh yeah and that was actually, an early one that was an early one yeah <laughs> and i actually didn't realize until then like how far you guys go back oh yeah like, well we're in this yeah we're in the same uh like uh year together yeah 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 they're I, good guys i have to ask just out of curiosity yeah. how old is their bass player well yeah uh, 
He's not. He's not that young. How old's Will? He's probably like twenty at least. We figured because like they let him in yeah. the doors pop. He's got to be at yeah, least yeah. nineteen plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think he's uh, everybody. Like Nick and Hayden are only twenty. Drake's old. Drake's like, well, I don't know how old you are. I shouldn't say old. We always make fun of him for being old. <laughs> how old is Drake? Drake's uh twenty six. Really? Yeah. And then I'm twenty two. I'm I'm twenty three. Okay, perfect. Cool. Because we always make fun of Drake. And then my our friend Jordan, who's like twenty eight, we always just make fun of like how old they are. But uh yeah, I think Chris is twenty three, I think too. But yeah, we were all in the same year. So we go back. Oh, yeah. like two years i guess but like everybody's pretty close part of the crew uh, yeah we yeah. go hard yeah it was good just to like put to like get out with them too we're doing mm-hmm. one more show with them in oshawa on saturday but it's nice to like especially when we're all going out of town for the first time it's like yeah. it like makes it less weird too like when like yeah. we have to like you know, go meet friends. and everybody at least like there's a group of us that like know each other and then like yeah. we can like it's easier to meet people that way when there's like a group of you or whatever yeah. right but yeah, they're good dudes. That was an early episode. Yeah, I, I hope it's got better since then. But that one was good though, because like we were, you can go off of each other. Yeah. But some of those early ones, I wanted to have Bodhi Jar back because that one was like kind of weird. That was an early episode too. Yeah. Those guys are good. You listen to Bodhi Jar? I don't think I did. I should no. come out. They're from London. Two of the guys are from my hometown, but they're they're like a prog band. They're really fucking good. They played our release show too. They played before us, and I like wanted I wanted them to go last because they are so good. Yeah. And they were gonna be bringing a lot of people out, <clears throat> but he was like, "It's your release show. You should go last." So I'm like, "All right, we'll go last." <laughs> so they're playing and they're killing it, and we're like, "All right, cool." And we're we thought they were done, and they went over time a little bit, which was fine. And they like play, and then they do like this wicked cover of Sabotage, which is also an unfair cover to play because it, it always wins the night. It's so hype. So they go over, and then they start sabotaging. Drake and I just look at each other, and we're like, "What the fuck?" Because <laughs> now we gotta like first we just gotta go follow them in general, yeah, and then we gotta go follow them play Sabotage. Everybody's like losing their shit, and we're like, "God damn it." Guys, it was funny though. Like we we finish and Andy the singer comes in. And he's like, "Guys, that's how you do a release show. Well done." And we're like, "Thanks, man." And then uh, the bass, their bass player Tony comes in and he's like, uh, "He's like Tony's like super cynical, dude." And he's like, <laughs> yeah. "Man, like we went over it. Eh? We went like 15 minutes over." And Andy's like, "No." And he looks at me and I'm like, "Well, you went over like a little bit. It's all good." And he's like no 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 it's not good it's not okay <laughs> it's like dude it's totally fine don't worry about it i'm not gonna stop you he's like no you should have stopped us next time stop us i'm so sorry it's <laughs> like dude it's all good man it was funny like we know those guys pretty well but it was really funny and he's so nice and he's just like oh, yeah. i thought we were good i, I was checking I'm like, no, it's, <laughs> it's all good man like it was a great show it's not like you were sucking and then you went over and it yeah. was just a bummer like it's, it's not a, a big deal yeah. yeah it's not a big deal at all it was kind of it was a funny moment for sure I, I saw that you had Crownlands on here yeah, too. Yeah, dude, that was weird. That was that's crazy. So sick. <laughs> it was like me and just like some of my housemates, because like three of us in, in Frantic live like in the same house, mm-hmm. and like I forget which EP it is, but they played um, like the first song. I think it's off their second one, yeah. and just they play like those two opening chords and like you oh, hear yeah. how big it is, and yeah. it's just the two of them, yeah. and we all just look at each other with that big bright eye. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, they're unreal. Yeah. <laughs> they're two of the nicest guys around. Oh, they're so sweet. Man, do you know what they're, have you seen them live? Oh, yeah. well, that's how yeah. we saw them. Oh, right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So well, their trick, too, man, is they have uh, 
Justin Melly as their sound guy. So they, they just have a sound guy. Oh, and that's man. key. Like, that's why it sounds so great when they play too. Because they have a guy that, like, knows when to throw delays, knows when to, like, do whatever. That's really it's smart. Like, that's a huge key to their sound. They're not, they're fucking awesome guys. We opened for them one time too. Actually, like a, two weeks after we did that interview, really? they were in town for a show and then they came back on a different tour, um, <clears throat> with the Lazies, and we opened for them on that show. That was cool. It was a bit of a weird interview. That was the last one I did before I took a break, because it was just I was also like in disbelief that they came and did it, and I yeah. just I wasn't <laughs> as prepared as I should have been. And they've done like real interviews. They've been on oh, TV yeah. and shit. Like, <laughs> so, they've, like yeah, they've opened for, for like Sam Roberts. Yeah, shit, yeah, right? man. They like just did a Primus tour, and oh my they God, were did a co- they, they did a Coheed and Cambria tour. Yeah, man, they like blew up. They're killing it right now. Yeah. So I was, that was right before that happened too, but no, they're super cool guys. I'm hoping. I'm pretty sure they're not on tour right now, and they live in Oshawa, and we're playing Oshawa on Saturday. So I'm gonna reach out see if they'll come. I don't know if they will, but this will come out after. So maybe they came, maybe they didn't. I don't know. Hopefully they. But time. hopefully they came. Yeah. Hopefully they have time. Yeah. But they're they're so nice, man. They were like super nice to Julia, and like it was. It's really it's really cool. They're cool guys. Yeah. That was weird to have them on. <laughs> Charlie super the kid trippy. was trying to get me to uh, when we were done. Trevor was like, "You got to uh, you should get the dirty nil on here." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, all right." He's like, "Just ask. What's the big deal? Just ask." And I'm like, Maybe <laughs> I guess I don't know. Try I, it out. I haven't decided if I'm gonna message them or not yet. Yeah. Worst case, they just like don't respond, and then whatever. Like obviously, they're not yeah. gonna respond. No is a no. It's yeah, fine. yeah, exactly. No is a no. But it can be like Crownlands was on. So like I don't know. Obviously, yeah. the dirty nil is bigger than Crownlands, but Crownlands is a pretty big band. So oh yeah, huge. Who knows? Yeah, they're uh, they're awesome dudes for sure. Yeah. Plus, it's easier now for me to get other bands because I'm like, Collins did it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah like, you okay. guys must yeah. want to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I've never, I haven't been turned down yet. But if I if I reach for the dirty nail, that might be uh, that might be a no. The no or the maybe or the maybe that'd be if they did it. If they said yes, though, that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah I might have to reach out. I want to get a. I don't know if you know a band who I've mentioned probably every episode for the last <laughs> five episodes. Um, this band Cleopatra. Oh my God! Yes, you know them? I yeah, did. I actually um, they're, found they're out. Gotta come on! <laughs> oh, please! Yeah, <laughs> I think like, they'll do it. I actually learned the most about them through you. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, but, yeah. I've been probably talking about it too much. Yeah, it was um, like that. They've been friends since they were like four. Yeah, yeah, man. And that they're... they have like all this content just ready to go yeah. because yeah, so it's they, they know there. each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I should have started a band with somebody I've known since I was four. <laughs> Hey, I yeah. tried. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> they didn't it's play an tough. instrument. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They never, they never picked up music. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping, uh, like that band, Ready the Prince, I was telling you about. They're like, mm-hmm. they're best friends with those guys. And now us and Ready the Prince are friends because Ready the Prince is really cool guys. Yeah. So they're playing a show with them in December in Toronto, and we're gonna go down. That was the thing. Like Steve from Ready the Prince was like, "I'll fucking hook you guys up. They'll for sure do it. We'll like play a show or something." I'm like, "Fuck yeah." <laughs> That's my goal right now. I want to get a yeah. show with those guys because they're blown up. They just came back from Europe. They did a huge like UK tour. Yeah, yeah, that's wicked. They're wicked. You know the sick thing about talking about all these bands <laughs> is that like you realize how many people that like you've met. Yeah, through just like doing this kind of thing. Yeah, and then like just how many good people like do music. And, like, I can't. I, I can't believe how many people I could say like. Do you know this band? They're the nicest guys I know. It's crazy. Like, there's so many people where I'm like, those guys are really nice. Those are really cool guys. Like, when we, like, got in the car last Thursday, I was like, it's a good show, right, boys? And they're like, yeah. 
I'm like, Frantic Eyes are awesome. And I was like, yeah, I fucking told you. I knew it. I booked good shows. <laughs> like, that was my, I was like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't know by just listening to music if you're good guys or not. Yeah. But like, Woolly put them on the top of the list. Like, they, yeah, they must be good guys. Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, that's the, and like the, the Noble Scoundrel band we played with the other day, they were fucking cool guys, mm. too. They were really cool. They were like, they were more like party animals, though. Oh, or like the, yeah. the singer wasn't. The singer was like really reserved, but the rest of the band were like, they were like ready to go. They wanted to party. All the time. But they were yeah. super nice guys too. But yeah, it's awesome, man. The amount of people that you meet and like the amount of people that just like want to like, for like me anyway, that like wanted to like come and hang out and like shoot the shit. This has been so helpful for me, like running a band. Yeah. Too. Like the amount of things I've learned yeah. just from that or like pick people's brain. Or like I help like our like people come out here and we like chat and then they're just like, Hey man, like if you ever need anything, just like hit me up and I'll like I'll do whatever I can. I'm like, oh yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> like that's not why I did it, but I really appreciate <laughs> the fact that now yeah. I have a new contact or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wicked. It's pretty unreal. I was um, gonna say something I totally spaced. Yeah, sorry. No, it, oh, it's, it's, it's totally fine. <laughs> I like talk I talk a lot. Oh yeah, well me too, but this is what happens, is like yeah. we like, like, you divert. You me. like I, I talk for so long. I'm just like, man, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I know. Tenor, yeah, I do that tenor too. Tenor and bass yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's been a couple of times where I, like, start a point, And then I, I like, I have to do some, like, in the in the basic white one, I remember I, I had a point, and if I listen back to that episode ever, I you get, I get mad because I'm like, that's what I, you wanted to say this. But I started, I tried to tell Riley something about Mike Roth, and then I was like, do you know who he is? He's like, no. Oh, so I explain yeah. it to him, and then I'm like, fuck, what were we talking about? And then he's like, I don't remember. And I'm like, well, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> to move on. And I remember I listened back to that, and as soon as, like, because then you, like, hear why you started it before you like divert and then you're like god no like i remember my point i wanted him to know it was that. so profound for yeah. like two minutes <laughs> yeah. i had like three more minutes to that point. yeah totally and then yeah you just get distracted i don't know <laughs> i don't know oh well oh well. i'd rather there be like too much content too much to say yeah that's funny oh yeah i think it was about running a band too oh it's yeah like, um it's really like I think brought me out of my shell too. Yeah, like, me too. Totally. Just this whole thing, cause yeah. like, like living in like Guelph, um, I was like that kid. I, like I was a weird kid <laughs> in um, same in high school. Yeah, I just like I didn't talk to anybody. I, I, I didn't feel very inclined to because right. it, like you go through high school and you realize like ah eh, this doesn't feel like a no. like everyone's genuine selves yeah. and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So like you kind of just you know take it with a grain of salt kind of thing. Yeah. And then I got out of high school and I just like went straight into like a factory job. And yeah. it was just more personalities, but it's like people who are like in their fifties and yeah. like, Hey man, like my spine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, people like, that work at factories. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, I am in the wrong place. What is happening? Yeah. Sometimes people that like work at factories too, just like, they just kind of like have given up a little bit and they just work at a factory. <laughs> They're not the most like cheery people <laughs> that work that work at factories. <laughs> my my coworker who worked next to me, who was like fifteen feet apart from me, he calls me from like really far away. He's like, "Hey, come here!" <laughs> and he's like so so visually baked. Yeah. And he just asks me, like, looks me deep in my eyes. He's like. Smoke weed? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And like, I just walk away because he kind of looked like he was done talking. Yeah. Like, he just like, <laughs> Dude, for like another so weird. like five minutes. Yeah. And I just kept looking over like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Are we good? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, not, he's like letting his pieces go by. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Dude. Yeah. 
You're holding up the team, bro. <laughs> That's so funny, man. I like had to go like behind the bin, like throw him back on. And yeah. Just, like, I'm looking at you now, man. Yeah. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't fuck this up on yeah. me. Right now. Oh man, that's hilarious. Oh, fuck. yeah. One more band. That's what I was gonna talk yeah. about. Right. Okay. We're all over the place. We're all over the place. Julie, I need you to take notes from now on. And then. <laughs> so much content. There's so much content. Hobo Johnson. Oh yeah, I mean I saw him live. You uh, did where? Danforth Music Hall. He opened for the Front Bottoms. <sighs> I went and saw him at Mod Club. Oh, okay. So that was like the show right after the one that you saw. Oh, okay, cool. That's so sick. That's funny, man. <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird. I like it was funny because I went with uh, my brother who's twenty seven and like his mm. and their friends, and it was funny because I I knew they weren't gonna like it. Like I knew they weren't gonna yeah. like it. And I had like known a little bit, and like I didn't know a lot. I knew like kind of like a couple of the songs that went viral. Yeah. And I was like, Speech yeah, it, it should be like cool or whatever. Um. I didn't really like. I didn't really care. I was like, should be, should be fine. But I, I was more excited because I knew they were gonna hate it. <laughs> and so, and I'm the day before my buddy Drew, who like listens to all these, thank God. But he's like kind of cynical, and mm-hmm. he, I was like, he's like, you know who's opening? And I was like, yeah, Hobo Johnson. You're gonna hate it. And he was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so we, Julie and I, show up a little bit earlier, and we we're like watch, watching the set, and then they roll in like a couple songs, and and the whole time they're just like. My buddy Zane, who's like a, a total music snob, yeah. is just sitting there. He's like super tall. And he's just like, what the know. what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I would like have more fun like watching them hate it yeah. than I did watching him. But yeah, it was. St- I enjoyed it though. I thought it was yeah. fine, man. No, I thought it was a sick yeah. show that he played. Like they're so hype. Yeah. The entire time. Yeah, it's a lot of energy, mm-hmm. which I like, sometimes I dig that more anyway. Like yeah. if you don't even like know the band, the energy is like super important. It's kind of like weird being a songwriter too, and yeah. like hearing them do like that kind of stuff, and yeah. how like just bare bones, naked, and personal yeah. that it is. Yeah, and you know that like somewhere, in like some notebooks that you've wrote like some yeah yeah some stuff that like you don't want yeah, you yeah. to know, but it's totally. there somewhere. Yeah. yeah, and like that's just what he's doing. And yeah. Like, oh, so that's what that would sound yeah. like. It's actually not so bad. Yeah, like, yeah. And the way he, like, did, I remember when it like I first listened to it, and I was like. I was like, I, th- I feel like I needed this like in high school. Yeah. Or something. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what it would have did to me as a person, but like there's like the high school part of me like really relates to that. Yeah. It's kind of funny. But uh, I remember I had a point when you were talking about uh, being like reserved in high school. A girl that I uh, was like really good friends with in high school came out to our show last week. And so her and my friend Anella were like going back and forth between the like, what was he like in high school? What's he like now? <laughs> and then Nella was like, what do you, what do you notice different? And she was like, Seems like yeah, that you you have a lot more confidence now, and I was like, yeah, what? Because I was like, I still feel like weird. Oh yeah, and like, like, like you I still feel like that cause same cause I... level of anxiety. Yeah, that, but you don't like show it. It's yeah. not like in the shoulders and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny when she said that because I was like, that makes me feel good, but I also think you're wrong. But I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't believe you at all. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny, but I guess that's I guess that probably is true. I've been thinking about that for the last week, and I was like, I guess I do have more yeah. confidence, but I still am like riddled with anxiety sometimes. I have to talk oh, to people. Oh yeah. Yeah, especially man, like every time before we do one of these, I'm like, man, I hope it goes well. Like, I'm yeah. prepared. But again, it goes back to like, I don't, I don't know if they're gonna talk or not. Like, I don't know if it's like gonna be like an interview and it could be 15 minutes. And I'm like, uh oh, I have like, I want to fill like at least half an hour. Yeah. Like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. You gotta like keep talking, but yeah. it's like so many cuts that you have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's gonna be like a brutal editing process sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. The first couple I did, like, I did the first one with, with Anella. 
and we talked for like two hours and I was like, well, I can't put that out. So then I was like trying to like edit stuff down and that was such a pain in the ass. And then I did yeah. the next one with my buddy Alex and it was like a similar thing. So I was like, all right, I got to try to keep these like about an hour where like I don't want to like, cause so like, especially now I'm busy. So like I don't have, sometimes it's like a couple days before where I'm like, oh, I got to get all this shit together. And like I got to yeah. spend like an hour <laughs> or two, like getting everything together where like, I don't want to like be like clicking through and being like, what do I keep? What don't I keep? So just ideally it would be like one one thing yeah just make it sound good and then send it on its way yeah yeah that's gonna be like a funny splice if you actually end up keeping that hobo johnson bit oh, like yeah. you just ask like what thing should i be listening to right now and it's oh, just this sudden, <laughs> it's very sudden like i'm doing something and then it's just yeah. hobo johnson. <laughs> that would be a good edit yeah i can't wait for drew to listen to it and then he'd be like what the fuck dude mm. but whatever yeah, I oh, I was gonna say something yeah. about Drake that I'd love. Oh that yeah, dude so much because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just like had like the most like politely but aggressive like introduction to himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. It was just Drake. Oh yeah, and I was like, yes, you are. <laughs> that is Drake. That is Drake in a nutshell for sure. He owns it, man. He's so fun. man. He's hilarious. So like, he has this this drum kit, and it's like the most pop punk drum kit of all time because when he was in high school he was like a total pop punker and so it's like it's got this like checkered wrap on it it's like a white and red checkered wrap i already love it yeah see so it's <laughs> awesome is he hates it like he really? hates it so much <laughs> and so like when we were doing our release show we had like the gear chat and he's mm. like we're talking about drums and stuff and uh coda the bass player for or the drummer for body jar was like i could bring my kit but like you know and drake's like well i could bring mine but it's got a really tacky, like, checkerboard, red checkerboard wrap on it. And Coda's like, sounds dope, man. And then Steve from Red the Prince is like, that sounds wicked. And we, He's like, and then, no. Yeah. And then we, so we bring it and we set it up. And everybody's like, that's a great kit. And Drake's just like, for fuck's sakes. And then so every time somebody says it now, I just laugh. And I'm like, I'm like, you got to keep telling them that you love it. Because he hates that you love it. And Drake would have no problem selling it. If he's man, like, it's funny. It well, he tried to sell it to Long McQuaid. And like, Long McQuaid doesn't like give like fair prices for yeah, shit. They, they really don't. Yeah. So he was like, he went to like get it. He wanted to like kind of trade it or whatever and then like use any money for a new kit and they're like I'll give I don't remember the number but he's like I'll give them this oh yeah there it is that's from I our music it. videos <laughs> yeah, yeah wow. man he hates that he's got a different snare now I can't remember if he sold that back to them or not but yeah dude he hates that thing it sounds it's a good kit it, like it looks so solid yeah it's a good kit and he he more wants to like take the wrap off of it and paint it and he just yeah. has never done that. He should like out of just total vendetta, just paint over yeah, it. Yeah, just paint over. Yeah. Just so like it go like yeah. but like a really light color. Yeah. So it, it's like you one can, coat. Yeah, it's and like a terrible job. Yeah. yeah. So, I still hate it. Yeah. And everybody's like, that kit looks like garbage. And he's like, Yeah, finally, I know. I know it does. <laughs> it looks the way I feel yeah. about yeah. it. And <laughs> now nobody else can enjoy it either. Yeah, that's funny, man. I can't sell it. It's mine. Yeah, I can't say it. Well, that's the thing. It sounds good, man. He just yeah. he doesn't like the way it looks. It's so funny. He's funny like that. We fuck with him all the time. That honestly looks like a very similar setup in drums to how Frantic does too. Oh, yeah? Just that like big bass drum. Yeah. Sort of like that. Like it looked like a smaller floor tom. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That was pretty it is sick. Small. He has a bigger one, but yeah, he doesn't use it. Mm. He, uh, yeah, man, he fucking hits hard. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. We were there. We, uh, when we recorded, we had uh, Dan Brodbeck, uh, who was the coordinator. 
He's also a Juno award-winning mix engineer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard this guy's name. Yeah, he's a great guy. And so he, he helped us out and he uh, mixed and he mastered the EP. And so when I went in at the end to like just talk to him about it, he was like, uh, yeah, he's like, so uh, it's like it was great. And he's like, you're, he goes, I, I triggered like a lot of your drums. So, like, he's like, your drums were like technically done at Sound City. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, I was like, Drake just didn't hit hard enough. Like if he manned up and like hit the drums a little harder. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I can't wait to tell him, right? I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Oh, and man. He's like, yeah, it was great though. So I go, I tell the guys and everybody's like, that's awesome because like that's what everybody says is like drake beats the shit out of his drums he does but like in a professional manner where he's not gonna wreck anything and so you tell drake and drake's just like what the fuck like what <laughs> what i was trying to be like no i don't know he's like all like <laughs> flustered about it i like to remind him of that every so often yeah he gets pretty upset about it it's more is more yeah just fucking <laughs> it, it just hit it man no it was good though it sounds it sounds good the triggers are probably right anyway but it's it's funny I don't know if um, Noah probably didn't keep this take of Jacob recording drums, but there was this hilarious take where um, they just had like this gel like laying around that like they just put all over the um, snare. Yeah. So like it doesn't make that bah kind of yeah, noise. It just yeah, makes yeah. it yeah. kind of noise. Yeah, yeah. But he left it on. So we're taking like a for real take, like take two. Yeah. And you hear like the bass and the snare go and then just... Yeah, yeah. It's just everything on, like on the same level, yeah, and just this clear, <laughs> just away from the mic. That's awesome. I th- I think we had some outtakes like that. I think Carl, we all oh, yeah, we had some good ones. I can't. Carl saved a bunch of them though. We had a, I had one time. This was not with the band. We were doing like a a recording project for first year where we had to like lift a song. So okay. I was doing my vocals and I was chewing gum while we were doing my vocals. And in the middle of the, t- you have that one. In the middle of the take, I swallowed my gum. Oh, and God. so I was just like, <laughs> and then like my buddy looks over, and I'm like, I swallowed my gum. <laughs> it's the grossest thing. It was kind of funny. oh god. So I was trying to like save it, but it was like right in the middle of a verse, and I was like, yeah, I guess that happened. That's like a ringtone worthy yeah, thing. <laughs> it was, I haven't heard it in a while, but yeah, it was good. And I should ask Carl about our. Uh, there's a few on the EP that were kind of, that were pretty funny. Mm. Let's go. I mean, if you're going to be recording, you might as well, you know. You, you got to have you gotta the outtakes. Like yeah, 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 for sure. That's funny. <laughs> we, we had, um, this is totally off, off topic, but going yeah. back to the uh, like whole us going through Niagara, like we just decided to play like mini putt. Mm. And, and like the woman at the uh, kiosk to let us in, she was telling us this hilarious story where this dude who came up to, um, Damn, that's a lot of time. It, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's just an hour. It starts at oh, an hour. Yeah, gotcha. we're, not, yeah right. we're not at two and a half yet. I, yeah. like, wow. <laughs> I really can't stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's like um, talking about how this dude genuinely thought that this volcano that was like part of the um, mini putt thing, that that was Niagara Falls. <laughs> and she was like really like just oh, letting him like, all right, ha, ha, like, yeah, like yeah. that's funny. Yeah. And he's like, but is it? Oh my god! And she was like, "No, you're you're not. That's you're not serious." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, is it Niagara Falls?" And she's like, "Yeah, that'll yeah. be ten dollars." Yeah. <laughs> 
then he oh like just went God. down like the street yeah. and came back and was like, that's not Niagara Falls. Yeah. And she's like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you just saw it, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, if you're going to be that stupid, <laughs> like, that's crazy. He's like, I want my $10. And yeah. she's like, you had fun, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's a story for, yeah, for later. Yeah. Like, I, for later. I went to like Niagara Falls and thought like this fountain <laughs> was, was this cliff pouring. Yeah. So much, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good story for that guy to tell, though. Oh yeah, yeah. like if he's like, like really like, um, okay with yeah, just yeah. If sounding... he can laugh at himself, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's funny, man. That's really funny. <laughs> Shit, we should probably wrap this up though, just yeah, in maybe. the interest of like people listening to it. Yeah, just so it's like enough. Yeah, it's like a good... also feel like you guys to like edit down. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Well, man, thanks so much for coming. We'll do this of again because it was very easy. Yeah, of and course. And we'll play shows or whatever. We should jam sometime. We should jam sometime. That's how the, <laughs> the name came from uh, because in MIA, like especially in first year, that's like it just accidentally became a joke because when you like meet new friends, you're just like, we should jam sometime. And so when I did it with Anella, I was like, didn't have a name yet. And I was like, I was thinking about calling it We Should Jam Sometime. And she's like, God, that's like that's the name. That's it. I'm <laughs> that's like, it. Okay, cool. And I like wasn't sold on it at all but i that's what i named it and then later people were like that's a great name because like as a musician it's funny because like you say that to people all the time it's just that thing where like you don't even necessarily like don't mean it but like sometimes (laughs) it just like it never happens exactly like you just say it all the time it's like yeah we'll have a beer like you yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, like me and riley we'll get beers sometime and then we just don't do it yeah that's funny but cool man thanks a lot check out frank DeClobis everywhere insomnia (laughs) on social media cool thank you all right cool thanks for listening i know that was a long one i don't do too many long ones i try to just kind of let them go um you know how they go i don't know um but anyway episode 30 got um some potentially exciting news coming up with the podcast in terms of like um maybe blogs and stuff i keep trying to think of like more things i can do with the youtube channel and everything um but for now it's just the podcast. Uh, so next week's episode is going to be Gatsby Records. Um, just like an MIA uh, record company that seems to be having their head in the right place. I don't know. It was a good interview, though, because I had a lot of questions for them. Um, but anyway, so that's next week. Uh, recording a new episode this Friday. And I got to start reaching out to people, actually. So I can keep this thing going. I don't know about doing it weekly. During the winter months, it might stop a little bit and kind of get my feet back underground. But uh, yeah, God, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I got a bunch of people in mind. I just have to reach out. Um, so anyway, I played. A, they only have one song out right now for Antic Lullabies. So uh, I played a little bit of it at the intro. I'm going to play the whole song now. It's called Insomnia. Uh, thanks for listening. Please share this around. I know nobody fucking makes it to this part. But share it.
myself to finally relax my jaw My teeth no longer chip Ever since I gave up sleep A small price to pay I'd say my conscience is clear Yet I still find myself awake Whatever drug I could have found to help me put my head down I've tried Believe me I've tried them all Concentration of my own efforts Sweet fatigue and eagerness The cotton mouth strikes me at my core